All right, beautiful people, welcome back to another edition of After Tech, also known as the Book of Ethan, with your own and only, own and only, your own and only, Efer Energy, also known as Professor or Dr. Cube or Sheikh Zulu. Any of those names will apply for today's show, where I'm going to release some voice messages. Now, that was keeping hostage. That was keeping hostage for uh, uh, a few weeks. So I had to release those and discuss those with some new information. And I wanted to kind of uh, re-up from the, the last show, kind of go back to what I was talking about and just to add some more info on that. So if you have the time, I have the words and the energy to give you. So stay tuned. All right, voice messages from Slang Smith Radio. Here and only here on the Book of Ethan. Made a little watch between me and the while we're absent, one from another. The benediction. Uh, and if you think about it, it's all people think about it as um, a wishing of wellness towards people, like, okay, may the Lord watch over us. But really, the actual text is talking about, I don't trust you. So when, when I don't see you, I don't trust you. So may God watch over whatever it is we have going on to keep us in line. Um, <laughs> and I think that that misreading is pretty interesting. And when they named their album that, um, I kind of got the double entendre of it, whether it was intentional or not. As far as the album itself, I did appreciate the kind of the callback to the uh, minstrel show Chitlin Circuit days um, with with the skits and, you know, the funeral of Percy Miracles or whatever. I think that as a group, Little Brother is brilliant at exposing and highlighting a lot of the contradictions that uh, young black men face the ones you know if you didn't go out you know if you didn't fall all the way down into the streets and hustling or whatever it doesn't excuse you from some of the complexities of what it's like to be young and black even if you're educated even if you have a good family there's still a story to be told there and they've always done it well and you know as always it always feels very honest and vulnerable an adult is always like what does hip hip hop look like as a grown person how you know can it do something more than provide escapism if you're listening to it as a grown person is it all fantasy what can it be and I think they do a lot to answer that question but the fact that uh, in as far as the craft goes they answer that question clearly but as far as the demand the fact that they aren't better known and that they do, quote, have to supplement 
with driving Uber Eats, you know, you not a lot of people want that from hip hop. Sadly, they don't support it the way that they do. They don't use it the way that this music is meant to be used. So I, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to give, uh, put a spotlight on on the work, you know, from your perspective. You know, I've already kind of resigned myself to the fact that a lot of the stuff that I really, really like will never be that popular just because of the way that I choose to listen. But yeah, they definitely, me being, especially me being from North Carolina, when, you know, when they came out, I could recognize so clearly that uh, the world that they were describing. And it, it felt good to have that sort of representation uh, and something that I could connect with. And North Carolina, you know, it's a good moment for the state. So I'm not surprised that they would drop something now. Maybe some of the light that's shining on the state, like Rapids, Rhapsody's new joint is, check that out. So as always, amazing commentary coming from G4T of Slang Smith Radio here on the Incaverse and, of course, the regular Universe Abroad across many platforms. You can check out his podcast for more commentary from him and what he does. He has a lot of special projects. He's even on YouTube as well. Check him out on that. But in regards to the album, of course, I definitely agree. Um, I didn't know that about the uh, the verse. Like I had to go, I had to go look it up on my on my interwebs, and it is from uh, Genesis thirty one forty nine. And uh, there's so many versions of the Bible, y'all. Like it's it's a uh, it's always crazy. But the Study Bible states that in then Laban declared, "This mound is a witness between you." and me this day. Therefore, the place was called Galid. And Mizpah, which means watchtower, and also Mizpah, because he said, may the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are absent from one another. If you mistreat my daughters or take other wives, although no one is with us, remember, that God is a witness between you and me. And so there can be a lot of things taken from that, because if you read through all the other standard versions and you don't take out the context of what's being said, it's just generally saying, yo, hey, man, you know, we brothers, we cool. May the Lord watch like, you know, may good tidings and and great things happen to you and and all that other good stuff. But according to the, the Jacob's covenant with Laban, this one is more like, yo, I'm going to just let you know, if you do some shady stuff, I'll be real with you. May the Lord see that and handle it. Like it's it it, it has the general it has a similar outcome because he, he he definitely wants the person to make sure that they're being watched or know that they're they they are watched for good or or bad or not good or bad, but for just for some type of recompense or um, result cause and effect. But Lord gotta be watching somebody. Uh, as far as the double entendre, I don't think I was able to derive that from Fonte and, and Big Poop. But 
what I did enjoy is, and I want this also to be something that y'all go do in addition to checking out Slang Smith Radio Podcast, is check out Premium Pete did an interview with both Fonte and Big Pooh. Uh, I feel like it was a it was yesterday, actually. And they talk about the reuniting, the comeback album. They talk about Combat Jack. And of course, the million dollar question is what happened or what transpired between Ninth Wonder and the two other members of the group. And for people that don't are not familiar with Little Brother, it's okay if you're not a really big, I mean, underground hip hop person or somebody that's listened to hip hop that came out of North Carolina, it's cool. But like I said on the last show, uh, Little Brother came out, I think, around the early 2000s and definitely uh, brought a lot of people back into the, the hip hop community with uh, a lot of exuberance and, and excitement. But eventually the group broke up. There was three of them. There was a producer and then two rappers. So that was Fonte, Big Poo, rapper Big Poo, and uh, Ninth Wonder. So and the whole album and the interview discusses the album and why they broke up and what was the miscommunication between Big Poo and Fonte and what was the clear the clear communication between Little Brother and Ninth Wonder and why we probably won't see any projects between them. But to get a better understanding of the group and just the general dynamics, like it's it's an amazing podcast and it kind of just it really brings me back to the excitement that I get from being able to partake in podcasts throughout the week when I'm when I'm at work is just being able to hear the backstory and just like with the verse in Genesis was this 3149 you get the context with everything because yeah we can watch a clip or listen to a clip that's like a hot line or a hot take for like a good three seconds like the um the revolt summit in Atlanta that happened over the past weekend where you just get like one little clip but you didn't get what happened after it or you didn't get what happened before it and what was the context of the communication that happened or transpired during that event so with podcasts you're going to be able to get a lot more information and a lot more substance than you can get from just general broadcast radio or just a standard interview show or just a clip or just somebody's random hot take or a headline so it's uh it's obviously a, an amazing uh, form of media um, i'm definitely happy to be a part of it uh to switch switch gears slightly uh, going back to the the voice message i am very familiar with rhapsody's recent project which was called eve what was it yes it was called eve however eve is not on that project but i definitely enjoyed that that album it was a, it was a great album uh, you know, Ninth Wonder definitely did his thing on a lot of the, a lot of the points. Uh, however, what you learn in the Rhapsody interview on the Breakfast Club is that he didn't want it to name. He wanted it to name it something different. He wanted to name the album Alien because you know the the black woman is seen as some type of foreign, you know, experience. But it's inherently what creates everything and. She, you know, ran that by some other people and she ran it by Queen Latifah. And she's like, mm, let's go with something different. And looking back on it, I'm glad that they did because each track on Rhapsody's Eve album has a different prominent 
black woman figure. Like one's Oprah, one's Maya Angelou, um, one's uh, I think Serena Williams. Like each one is a different, prominent, powerful black woman, and it's a it's a powerful piece. It's a powerful project, and it's a lot of peas that I said, and I hope I didn't. Oh man, I don't even have my pop filter on, so we'll see how that turns out in, in the in the post. But yeah, great submissions, great information, and as always, I I, pre- I appreciate voice messages when they come, and always appreciate your thoughts. But hey, you throw me them voice messages, I will put them on the show eventually. And if I haven't, call me on it. Let me know. I I, I make mistakes. I, I, I make a lot of mistakes and that's okay because I learned from them. All right. So we're going to move on and then we'll keep it moving. All right. So if you didn't know, I turned 38 this past Monday. It was a very good birthday. Everybody's like, oh, what'd you do? Where'd you go? What, what happened? Did you have any parties? Did you go get the slizzer and the, 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 the wasted face? And the answer to the, all those questions is no. Did I have a good time? Yes, yes, I did. Did I really want to do anything? No, no. I, I'm, I'm very weird like about public events or even events that are surrounded by me it's really weird to be like a middle child who craves attention but when you get the attention you're just like eh, I, I don't want all this attention i want a controllable amount of attention it's like you know a handshake a, a fist pound there but i don't feel like hosting and hey what's going on bob i'm glad you made it yay i mean i can do it it's not a bad thing it actually makes me a better person it gets me out of my shell but I was like, ah, I just I want to be, want to be in my shell. So I was, <laughs> I was kind of in my shell for, for most of Monday, and uh, like I, I did a recording while I played my South Park, which is still a phenomenal game, and I was just feeling really lazy. I was just like, man, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm just gonna kick my feet up and and pass out because I, I know I'm gonna have to go to work tomorrow. So. Let me just, you know, revel in it and get as much rest as possible. But for the for the life of me, I just didn't understand why I just felt so super tired. And I think it's because I just hadn't gone outside, didn't get a, get any real fresh air except to go out to get something to eat. Because I'm just not used to being home on 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 a, on certain days. So I was just like, you know, just chilling, sitting there. And of course, you know. My uh my ultimate beam of sunshine was like, mm, is this what you want to do all day? And I was like, mm, I, kind of, you know, if I leave right now, because I had a, I, I scheduled an eye appointment. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, check my eyes out since I am older. Make sure I don't have no glaucoma or nothing funny happening with my eyes. And I was like, oh, man, if I go up to this area, it's going to be packed. And then, you know, once you're up there, you're going to have to stay up there for a long period of time. And, you know, she was like, well, if you go up there, you at least be doing something different. Or you can do the same thing you're doing here, but at least you'll be outside. And I was like, okay, I'll go outside. 
you know, <laughs> you, you're like one of the little kids, like, oh, I don't want to go outside. Like, after the age of everybody enjoying going outside, the kids just want to stay in. I, I just want to stay in at that point. But I left and did my little eye exam and, and walked around and, and just went to a, a, a Barnes & Noble, which is obviously my favorite spot to hang out at. Like, if you really want to, you know, meet up or do something with me, I mean, or you just don't know what to do, just just say, hey, let's go meet up at the, the bookstore, some bookstore where you can sit and just peruse all the books. Like, I really, I feel so bad going into Barnes & Nobles now, knowing what I used to do in the past. I was like, I'm not buying any of these books. I'm not buying these books. I'm just going to sit here and read all these for free. This is the library with a cafe. Y'all need to get with it. Y'all going to go extinct. So now I find myself going into Barnes Noble and there will be times where I will I will buy a book even though I know Amazon has it for cheaper. And then most times if if my my JXC is with me, you know, he he wants to get something, usually something, a Lego set, uh Pete the Cat book, a a uh, last time it was like a Monopoly game with the gamer edition. I was just like, ooh. This is like double the price as opposed to Amazon. We're not getting that. But anyway, I went to the Barnes Noble and just sat down and I, I bought a coffee or a, a mocha, a mocha latte. And and quick side note, does, I mean, does this really happen, y'all? Like you go to the the Starbucks and you're not like a, a avid Starbucks person, and they always have that same. They have the grande prices on the menu, but you're like, mm, I'm gonna kill that and like less than a minute because i'm a sugar fiend at times too so i was like what's the what's the large size or what's the large size do, do y'all have a large size oh yeah it's the venti and if you really want to go higher we have the venva mama blah, blah, blah. I, I can't remember what she said but it was some other size and it was only specifically for iced teas and i was like nah i don't need that much coffee i'll be like java man off of mad tv like you know so i didn't I didn't get that much coffee. I just got like a just a large size with the whipped cream and straw and some ice. And I was I meant to say I wanted it hot, but for whatever reason, it's like ice. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess somebody else wants iced coffee. So I just sat there and read my my ancient future book. And for anybody as a follower on Instagram, you can see a picture of me reading a book, which is a uh, 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 old time old timey pastime thing that I like to do. But that was a, a kind of a recollection of, of what I did on my birthday. I really enjoyed it. I didn't get caught up in any traffic. I was able to leave at a, a suitable time and make it home and and just have a very relaxing time. I was I was happy, but I was able to pick up a cake and a, a gift, a bag from my mother. And she, I, she's like, "What type of cake you want?" And usually I'll say like carrot cake or you know some something. But now I'm I'm at an age where I don't want the same things. Like it, I want something different. Like if I go to a restaurant, I know what I like to order, but I know that there's always something different. And if I go to a different region, which is typically Indian food, I know I'm going to order something different most times because I just want something different to taste. So I said, just to surprise me, and she made a praline cake, and man. Um, much like pralines 
or less than pralines, it wasn't super rich. Like the the frosting, like a praline brown sugar mix, and then the standard you know cake had a, a bit of pralines or, or uh, pecans in it. But it was very well balanced. But at the same time, you don't yeah you, ha- you don't need more than one slice. I tried to eat like two slices the other day and got oh man, I got a little high and then I got a little a little. Ooh, and I had to, you know, put my head down and and uh, sleep that one off for for a good fifteen minutes. But it was a great cake, and the the gift was a bag, like a little, like a man bag, sort of like a a merce, something you put over your back. But it's like half of a backpack, so it's not like, oh man, if you got to put a whole, you know, giant size travel bag on your back, you got no. It's like a simple one strap. You know, hold about two, three books and a lot of pens and and a phone and such. And it's just it's just simple. I think in the future when I get really old, I, I honestly think I would would like to um, embody my um, my my initial one of my initial doppelgangers, uh, Dwayne Wayne. Like get that nice leather satchel that that he used to have, the one that was like dark brown and had the little shield design on on the front. I was like, yeah, I probably will get that like later on in life. So I can just be like, yeah, living up to it. The professor for real. So, but I asked everybody a question on, on the Facebook and the Twitter. And I was like, yeah, you know, birthday wishes are cool and I really enjoy them. And whether you can send them or not, that's, that's totally up to you. But I really would like to know what I have taught you. And I am going to release what some people had to say next. All right. So, of course, first up was my mother. She said that she learned patience and tolerance and the ability to be still when all around you seems to be caving in. To learn from stillness. That's what she learned from me. And... Yeah. It's cool to be able to teach your elders something because they're the ones that give you like everything, like your entire being is based off of what they told you until you come to the true understanding of, of self and keep some of the things that they gave you and then let go some of the things that they didn't. But to be able to give that back in a way where they're learning from you it shows great promise. Like I find myself at, at many times learning from children and of course my own because there's just so much profound, I guess, wisdom that, that comes from them that you're just like, oh man, that was that was pretty deep. I didn't I didn't think I would get that. And then just be able to relay that for a later lesson, just like, yep, that actually works. That's pretty cool. So yep, stillness is man super necessary as you get older like i was on facebook the other day and i read a submission from 2013 where i was dealing with some type of uh, of of challenge in 2013 and man i you know to think back that was that was only six years ago but i don't know what it was i I really don't. I can I can I can gather what it may might be, but I I don't really know. And the fact that I was able to to overcome it 
shows shows a lot of good stuff. I think that's the good part about Facebook bringing up old posts like, oh yeah, that was happening. Hmm. Made it through that. Pretty cool. Uh, next, I, and I got uh, other birthday wishes. I got birthday wish from from cousins and um, friends, but uh, I got one from from Bullet Bill, who's who's my main one of my main peoples that I talk to on a, on a weekly basis and exchange information and and ideas on a regular basis with. And he was telling me about the the monetary value of dreams. And in that that sentence or that comment, feels like there's a double meaning to that. So on one end, it could be like, if we're following along with May the Lord Watch or the Little Brother-esque conversation, there is a track where I believe Little Brother talks about dreams don't keep the lights on. Meaning, if your dream has no action or it doesn't have any real weight or you're not working toward it, it's it's not going to keep the lights on. Like if you're not putting any real work into it, and even when you are putting real work into it, it may not keep the lights on yet. It's almost like a long con or a long uh, long term investment. Like you're not going to see any returns for 10, 15 years after doing it for for so long. And you know they're both a perfect example of that. Uh, members of the little brother where, you know, now it's like, oh yeah, now we really like you. We're just waiting for the next album. Really appreciate it. So there's that part. And then the flip side, I guess the that was a negative part of monetary value of dreams. But the positive can be, you know, what you have in your mind will actually become fruitful as a long-term investment because it's like, like I said earlier, it's, it's long-term. It's not short term. Like the dreams that you have, you don't go outside and like, I think I'm going to invent Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Sprite, call. And, you know, somebody just knocks on your door the next moment like, hey, that's a good idea. I don't know why those two business people sound like that, but uh, go figure. But it's it's never that quick. So it's, it's just going to have to take time. And you're going to have to put a lot of, well, energy behind it and action into it in order to to make it work and so also i think the other flip side would be the dreams that we actually experience have great weight in the lives that we are are living like when you have a, a dream about being in high school slash college and you see a big big green dog that's a dog on the front and then a gorilla on the back like it could be saying something. It just depends on how your how your brain works or how your mind works or what does a big green gorilla dog mean to you and what does the idea of being in college slash high school mean to you as well. So you're gonna have to figure out what that is so you can understand what's being said in your dreams. Cause it's not just, you know, random chaos. It's actually some really profound things that you can pull from your dreams. Either what you're experiencing, what you're about to go through, what you have been through, you know, like it's it's a myriad of things that could be saying or could be said from the dream. So yeah, I can see the monetary value in that. The next one comes from a man, Cammy Cam, the guy that wore the sketchers to the darn basketball game. He stated that, that he learned the necessity of delving further into topics 
and researching them when having an informed decision. I mean, sure, that's always a thing, but it's, it was more proven with the show, so thanks for that. So what he is referring to is when I did the, the, the broadcast tech talk on WREK 91.1, the laser, I would have topics that we would talk about, and I would make sure that I sent out the, the, the rundown. Sometimes. Some, sometimes I'd be late on the rundown, or I'd be sending it the day of, and then sometimes I would send it a week ahead. I, I, my consistency was, was, was inconsistent. Let's just say that. I, I wasn't the best producer, but I was a producer of a show. So we would have topics, and Cam and myself are born on the same day. And it's really weird how I, I tend to forget his birthday till like the day after. And I'm on Facebook. I'm like, oh, right. I forgot your birthday is the same day as me. And so um, Cam is, is similar to me in, in being right is, is a priority. And sounding right is a characteristic that you can get from us. Like, we'll say something like, did you know? that balloons exhibit amount of boron gas when released into an atmosphere during a lightning storm? Yeah, if I say it with enough confidence, yeah, you'll believe it, but there'll be a lot of times people are like, yo, that ain't true. That That's not true. Can you prove that? Nobody ever does that, but there were, <laughs> there were so many times where we would just we'd be in the studio, we'd be listening like, nah, that's that, that's a cam fact, and that's playing off of the, the Craig facts, by the way. But that was a cam fact, and we're going to have to, like, call you to the call you to the table, and we're going to have to Google and find out. So what he's saying is it's best to, like, research and and make sure you, you know for a fact, a definable, provable fact, what you're saying when you're making an informed decision. Because he made many seemingly, seemingly informed decisions and it just became a point of just like this is this is hilarity because we just or this is hilarious because we can just listen to it and be like mm, nah not nah, nah buddy I ain't buying it <laughs> I ain't buying it so if you got people in your life including me if you ever um <laughs> see me and I say something that is off the wall and sounds like some malarkey you can call me on it and I'll just be like hey, let me let me check oh okay I'm my bad. I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I think that is one of the, the, the greatest lessons that I have gotten um, from a lot of these people in my life where it's like I, I'm, I can be good at being wrong. So that's a, a perfect example of it. There's many Cam stories, by the way, where you're just like, nah, man, I, you, you should have known better. And I'll tell those at a, at a later date, but I don't want to run uh, super long. Now, the last one that I got was from, well, it was from a really, really close friend by the name of G. And I think I've talked about him several times before. And he's the main reason why there is even the concept of, of Book of Ethan. And like I've stated before, I will go further in depth on, on the backstory of how that even came to be. It's a really good origin story. And it's a great, um, it's just a, it's great in so many instances when I tell the story to, to people and how it changed my life. But he was telling me that I taught him how to be proud of, of your interests, like not to be, you know, timid about 
what you enjoy doing. And if you enjoy, you know, playing hopscotch on Sundays with a basket of raspberry jam, you can do that. Just be proud that you're that you're doing it. There's no more to think into it or have to explain to anybody. Just be just be proud of it. And he was really talking about being a black nerd. And um, while I'm on the subject of, of black nerdum, and I'm a, a re rethrow it back because I kind of said this is the last one. But when I got on Twitter, of course, I should have said this earlier, was from was from the fried Oreo from Dewan, and he was saying that I taught him about the levels of black nerdum. And I was like, yeah, man, there are levels to black nerdum. Like we're out here. We've been out here for a very long time. It's just that the world seems to catch up and it's like, oh, wow, there's black people interested in anime and science fiction and role-playing games and comic books. Like we ain't all here, you know, dropping 16 bars at the Popeye's chicken kitchen like there's there's a lot more going into this this nerddom so yeah I, I was like yeah there's more to this monolith than, than meets the eye so that was one of his things that i taught him and grew the lupus warrior she was saying that i taught her that i was a fun and cool dude due to due to a story about swimming and that was my you know swimming story which i'll probably i need to re-release if i get a patreon i I'll probably put that a special version of that. But anyway, going back to G, he was saying that I taught him how to be proud of your interests or proud of just being yourself. And I was just like, oh, that's crazy because, man, if there's anything, I was, you know, for the longest time, I was always thinking about, oh, man, how is this going to make me seem? And are they talking about me? Are they looking at me? Are they laughing at me? In fact, I wonder, are you laughing at me right now? Yeah, you. I see you, or I sense your energy. You might be laughing. And that's okay, because, I mean, some things are funny, some things are not. All right. it's, it's it's all on you. But um, I would be so preoccup preoccupied with that. But I knew when I met up with that group of friends that I felt comfortable with being myself, even being angry, you know, <laughs> being the the ABMS, you know, that was a, a point of, I'll say a point of contention. That was a point of, of a lot of uh, jokes and <laughs> a lot of finger pointing and a lot of broken phones. But like being happy with who you are as a person is, man, it's golden. And I wouldn't have got that from, you know, anybody. And I was, I was happy that I found that in, in him and the rest of the group of my friends to the point that we're still friends to this day and it's been well over 20 years and I still have conversations with those people about different subject matters you know whether it's family or parenting or career choices or simple metaphysics or some of the world events that are happening some of the black you know problems that are happening like we have those those conversations and it's a it's a very rewarding experience but much like most rewarding experiences they have to transition into something else so we're going to transition into well maybe silence or another state of being or whatever you want to look at it as we gotta we gotta have to close it up because i've been on here for 30 plus minutes 
Luckily, I didn't say this is going to be a short show, so I didn't lie this time. So pats on back, pats on back to me. But I'm going to go ahead and close out. I'd like to thank everybody that gave me birthday listens, birthday wishes, non-birthday wishes listens, um, people that just just care, people that don't care. Like I'm, I'm for it. Like happy to have you. Much love to to all. You know. Remember, you can always hit me up on the on the Twitter at After Tech Talk, and I am on the Facebook at the After Tech Talk with the Just Add Water Cats or Tech Talk with the Just Add Water Cats still. And I can be hit up on Gmail or email, which is After Tech Talk. That is my email. And that's yep. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, all the same name. And if you are here on the Anchorverse or you're curious about starting your own podcast, get at me. I don't mind talking about Anchor at at length. It is a great platform that I enjoy feverishly. And the good thing about it is, is it, for now, it's free. And you can do it from the, the confines of your own home or your own phone, which could be your phone in your car. So you can do the show from your car. You can do mobile shows. And yes, it's just audio. But if you got a following, you might need to do some more material somewhere else. But I'm not going to keep talking about Anchor to the end of the day. I'm just going to let you know what you, what you got, what you have access to, what you have options for. And I'm going to skedaddle and skadoodle for skadoodles. So peace. And remember... There is no thing without...